audacity no matter which way we go no matter which way we turn no matter the game the, the wind blows just to make that the intro uh okay tommy scott tommy scott tommy scott tommy scott tommy scott is he saying god i i don't know if he's saying god or scott or i'm not sure three two one oh my gosh All right. did you did you clip oh i clipped so hard oh i clipped on the audio track daddy Oh, no, oh, I clipped. Oh, Daddy, I was naughty. I clipped. Oh, no, that, Daddy, Daddy Producer. Oh, no, Daddy Producer. I clipped. You are so naughty. <laughs> oh, no, Producer Daddy. Did you clip all over the audio track? Oh, my gosh. I clipped on the audio track. <laughs> Daddy producer, we're clipping everywhere. Oh, producer, daddy, we've been bad boys. We both clipped on both audio tracks. There's clippings everywhere, producer. Oh, don't punish us, daddy producer. All right, yeah, make that the intro. Um, All right, I'm going to turn this down just a tad. Okay. Justin, how you doing in there? Um, in terms of making noise? Yeah. Pretty good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. Justin, make that the intro. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the Let's Talk Fantasy Football Podcast. Ugh. I'm your host, TJ Lett. Jack, are you there? Hello, everybody, and welcome <laughs> in. I'm here. <laughs> oh, good to be back, huh? Man, it's been a short a short week. Uh, back at it. You guys probably were expecting another month-long layoff, but we are here. Have no fear. We're going to let's talk some football and some fantasy football at that. Jack, there is literally one, one week left until the playoffs. One thing, Tommy, just uh, right off the top, I want to address some controversy. We've been getting a lot of hate mail about the, oh, you only drink whiskey. That's that's a man's drink. You know, that's for men only. I can't drink that. I have lady hands. First of all, we resent the notion that a certain alcohol is for a man or a woman or someone who's non-binary. Here at Let's Talk, we believe in progressive ideals, and we don't think there's any correlation between the alcohol you drink and your gender identity. And I want that to be very clear to the listeners. That being said, uh, to support the ladies out there, we'll be drinking red wine this week, switching it up. So uh, cheers. Get your glasses out. Uh, I'm sipping on a Kirkland brand Cabernet Sauvignon. It smells like oak, uh, notes of placenta and raspberry, and an undertone of mm, creamy discharge. So here's what I'll say. Tommy, are you also drinking red wine? I'd like you to raise your glass with me. To the men, the women, 
and anything in between, we love you listeners. Raise your glass morning, noon, or night. Drink up. Chug, chug, chug. Glug, glug, glug. Pound the first one. Go fill up. Sit down with your second drink. And let's talk fantasy football. Justin, cut that whole clip. Cut, cut that whole segment right there. Um, and we'll start from the top. Um, no, Jack, I actually don't have red wine. Um, going to be honest. Uh, you did not tell me this ahead of time. And so I will not. It's you know nothing against you know all the no, sentiments that's, that's that you a, just that's made. That's a statement. That's a statement. That's a statement right there. So the, the listeners hear you. The listeners hear you. I'm think, surprised personally to to hear you say you refuse to drink red wine instead of whiskey. Um, well, I certainly I certainly par- refuse to participate in the sentiment that it matters what gender someone is for what they can drink. I mean, you're saying that we disagree, but then again, you're drinking wine for the ladies. So um, I, well, I think, I I think, I think we just I think no, we no, just no, leave no. it as. No, no, no. Matter so what painting, you want to drink. Painting. No, 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 no. I don't like how you're painting this. I want to be very clear. We condemn anyone who correlates gender identity with drinks. That being said, go to letstalk.com right now. Take a picture of yourself drinking a red wine if you're a lady only. Email it in, and we're giving out 10 free Patreon subscriptions for one month to our 10 lucky ladies out there. Uh, tweet at us as well, hashtag lucky let's talk ladies with glasses of red wine, ladies only, and we really appreciate the support. Tommy, back to you. <laughs> Jack, let's dive right in here to the um, to our league and uh, to, to the meat of this podcast. Um, Jack, we've got one week left before the playoffs, and... There is so much to be determined in this week. Uh, After a wild week 13, there's still three playoff spots with one week left that are set, or not set, ready, still needing to be determined. The top five seeds do have a playoff spot locked down. Louie leading the way at 10-3. and He's locked into the playoffs. Kyle at 9-4 and in second place. Dan... At eight and five in third place, Sarge in fourth place, also at eight and five, and then Big Lou rounding out the top five at seven and six. Jake, they're all in, they're all safe. Um, the seedings could change uh, between uh, basically just Pete and Dan um, in the top four. Louis is locked in to the one seed unless Kyle can jump him by about 9,000 points which I highly doubt will happen, but maybe Kyle puts up over 20K. We'll, we'll see. Um, and then Kyle has a significant advantage in points over Dan and Pete, so he is most likely locked into the two seed. Um, and then Dad could drop all the way to six, but he would not drop any lower than that unless Anna wins and outscores him by 5,000 or you win and outscore him by 9,000. If I win and Dad loses, I would jump him. It's kind of all over the place. Uh, Drew at the 10 seed still has a shot. Greg at the 9 seed has a very good shot. Uh, And me, you, and Anna all control our own destinies as far as if we win, we are in. So, uh, Jake, I guess we'll jump in. Um, 
is there anything you see about the standings that that jumps out at you or uh you ready to roll tight pack i mean it's a tight pack we're in a competitive league i love that there's no 0 and 13 teams or 1 and 12 teams and also that there's no 13 and 0 teams or 12 and 1 teams I, i like the competition and personally being in the middle i'm absolutely terrified but we'll see like you said it's going to be an exciting week 14 yeah greg greg texted me he was looking at our matchup and he's like wow we're our yahoo thinks it's going to be a really close matchup between us it should be a, a good week or like a fun week or something like that and i just texted back lol i'm going to be miserable because as soon as thursday kicks off i am just going to be a wreck for the next four days uh nervous uh jack because i i was talking to you a little bit about it before we started recording and at six and two as you can imagine i felt very good about my chances to make the playoffs and uh here we are five weeks later and with a loss i could drop all the way out of the playoffs and miss them completely uh which is not something i can handle mentally so we're gonna have to see how this week shapes out um Jack, it's you versus Drew to determine a playoff spot potentially. So uh, you guys have had some some bad blood in the past, uh, a little back and forth between you two. Um, so that should be pretty interesting. I do want to pour one out, Jack, for Scott Harry Cruz, who was officially eliminated from playoff contention last week. Uh, he didn't exactly go out with a bang. Uh, crawled his way to four and nine with a, a 10,300 point performance. Um, just, you know, it just, it didn't work out for Scott. Um, he kind of unraveled at the running back position. Um, Nick Chubb was in and out, had his bye week this week, so couldn't help him. Severely disappointed him in week 12. Chris Carson's out for the year. We talked about that and yeah, just kind of just fell apart for his team and, you know, I, I I don't want to – I'm not trying to manage for anyone else. This, this For our league in general, Jack, I think there's not nearly enough trading that happens to try and save or salvage things. Um, like when you, when you need wins, you sometimes have to concede and, and give up a star player that isn't playing, whether he's injured or on a bye – and get two really good players back to help you win now. I don't think we see that nearly enough um, in this league. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that or uh, any comments on, on Scott's season? This is now year 19 uh, without a championship for him. Um, but I, I just feel bright things are around the corner for him. Yeah, I mean, on the trading front, I traded plenty this season. So uh, I'll let my actions do the talking there. No comment. Scott... An absolutely valiant effort. I think Scott looked Destiny in the face this season, and he said, not today, Destiny. And I respect that. He, I mean, all signs are pointing towards him winning the championship this year. He looked at his guys in the locker room, and he said, we're in rebuild mode. And that, sometimes you got to do that as a GM. you got to say, I know, you know, Vegas has us winning the ship, but we don't have the talent this year so i mean my only explanation is they were phoning it in trying to rebuild trying to get a high draft pick next season 
I don't know. I, I also like the poetry of year 20 being the magical season. So there's something to say oh, about that. Oh, I do that. too. That's a good point. Um, that would be the perfect year for him to finally finally get his ring. Uh, he he changed his team name to the always ne- There's Always Next Year, and I quite agree. I think next year is the year for Scott. So hang in there. We talked about how he's legally, contractually obligated to stay in the league, so nothing he can do about that. So he might as well just make the best of it. Um, and we will see Scott again next year. Um, kudos to him and um, Justin, both sitting at four and nine, Jack. They are, there Justin are out of- rumors to be clear. Sorry to cut you off, Tommy, but just on the, on the uh, thing with Scott, we have heard, um, and this is coming straight from J.R. Schefter. There are rumors that Scott is looking at acquiring a co-manager next season. Now I don't want to get into details, um, but he has, there's been conversations around the league that Scott has been looking at uh, Peter's team and the relationship that Peter has with Henry as co-managers. And that type of relationship, that type of situation, I think appeals to Scott. He's, he's you know, he's on his 19th year. Not that he's getting old, but he's looking for some young blood. And I, I just wouldn't be surprised, J.R. Schefter wouldn't be surprised if next season you see Scott in his locker room with a co-manager. So you think he's got something something in the works over there to uh you think by next season there will be a, a there's a chance there's a new co-manager for his team? That's what J.R. Schefter is hearing from Scott's camp, but uh you know, no guarantee. Things change, but we'll see. Time will tell. Okay. Um well that would be very interesting uh if if he brought I mean that could be exactly what his organization is looking for. That you know, they need a new set of eyes on things. Um, they need a different perspective, something to really switch things up. I, I, if that move does happen and and they they bring someone in, I, I actually really like that move. Uh, I think it could really improve, improve things for them next year. So we'll see. Thanks you, thank you to J.R. Schefter. Great reporting there as always, um, Jack. Let's just start with – we'll start with – real quick, we'll go over the, the, the matchups that got us to where we are. Jake, you played Anna, and she just absolutely eviscerated you. Um, 14,170 to 8,506. Jack, your team is sort of just crawling along right now. Um, after your sort of hot streak, you have you, – your team has been down in the dumps. Um, and I got to say, Anna's team is not one I would want to face. Uh, she is getting healthy at the right time. She got her stud quarterback back. Uh, he only threw like 15 passes or something like that and still ended up with 3,000 fantasy points with 123 passing yards, two TDs, 59 rushing yards, and two rushing TDs. So um, he's a beast. And having him back as well as Hopkins, uh, like things I think are just getting on the right track for Anna. Um, and like I said, well, I mean, what are your thoughts it's, on your team right now? Let, let, let me just hear your thoughts and, and how you think your chances are, you know, uh, to win this upcoming week. Like, how are you feeling this, about your guys? This matchup was a tale of two teams. You described Anna's team perfectly. A team hitting its stride at the right moment. My team is a team losing its stride at the wrong <laughs> moment. Sure. I don't feel good. I don't feel good at all. Um a variety of reasons, and we'll get into it later, but Michael Pittman is on a bye this upcoming week, if you can believe that. 
and Hunter Henry is also on a buy. So week fourteen buy is outlandish, brutal, brutal. So it is what it is, but that doesn't make me feel confident. But enough about that. This week, I mean, eviscerated. I would complain about that description, but there's no other way to describe it. <laughs> I was outclassed at the quarterback <laughs> position, more than doubled. At the wide receiver position, throttled. I mean, I was starting two Denver wide receivers, so yeah, the writing you, was on the wall. You knew things were you were. But in... hey, I made the right start sit decisions because Marvin Jones only got two ten on the bench. If you can That's believe that, and Sterling amazing. Shepard didn't play again. That's so, amazing. Brilliant management by me. I want to raise a glass to my running backs because I'm proud of those guys. Zeke Zeke Elliott, not a great week, but he fought all season. James Connor, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, you know. I won the running back matchup, and that's something to hang my hat on. <laughs> I beat Anna at the running back position, and that's that was the focus of my my talk with my guys in the locker room. So I tip my cap to Zeke, James, and Clyde. Hey Jack, uh, no, I, I feel like I feel like there's an elephant in the room here, um, Tommy. That we got to bring we got to bring up. I was getting there, you know. I was going down the yeah, list. Yeah, I know you I were. Getting, I know you were getting. I was there. tipping. A cap to my running backs. Can you let me do it my way? I did it my way. Yes. Yeah. I apologize. I mean, the tight end. The tight end position. Hunter Henry getting a goose egg. It is what it is. You know, right, I don't blame right. myself for playing Hunter Henry. That happens with tight ends. That's well, and you you couldn't have predicted, you know, Sunday morning that the weather in New England was going to be that crazy. The wind was going to be that crazy. And Mac Jones only threw the ball three times. So hilarious, just hilarious. Um, but anyway, speaking, I believe you're getting to Anna's tight end. Well, and speaking of, you mentioned trades. Yes. I traded a lot this season and I think a lot of those trades, you know, I just mentioned James Connor. That was a great trade for me. Yes. You, you, this trade nailed that one worked out for, for several weeks. That was a trade where like you said, I, I sacrificed the long term for the short term. So in a way, I can't be mad about this because trading George Kittle did give me Marvin Jones and Cortland Sutton, which those those while, two were playable this for week, a short while. While this week doesn't show it, um, <laughs> right. those guys really saved me while Jerry Judy was injured and Marvin Jones had a few really good games. But yeah, I mean George Kittle, who I traded to Anna. Goes out there and gets, catches two touchdowns, nine catches for 181 yards, 35-10. I mean, that's the matchup there. Like I said, yeah. she also beat me at the kicker position, and I beat her by 100 at the defense. But it didn't It didn't matter. I mean, that, that tight end right there is a 35-point swing. So that's that's tough to overcome. Congrats to Anna. Clearly that trade worked out for her. So like I said... It's easy to say, oh, it was a bad trade, but I would like to think it, it worked out for me in the short term and I sacrificed the long term. I just didn't win enough in the short term to allow for this loss. So I'm not feeling good heading into next week. I need to find a tight end and a wide receiver off the waiver wire and, you know, uh, probably a couple wide receivers because I don't want to start Cortland Sutton again. So boy, oh boy, uh, I just got to hope that, that Drew shits the bed too. Like I'm going to, if I'm making it into the playoffs, it's going to be on the back of a 9,000 to 7,000 point victory, which I'll be thrilled about. And I will gladly celebrate, but, but it's, you know, this is not going to be a barn burner matchup. Jake. Yeah. It's a, it's a very good point that you just made because if there is one team 
that it looks worse than your team right now, the only argument would be Drew's. And yeah. you two are both sort of just – I mean, Drew is in a tailspin. Um, he's, in, he's in the same uh, the same sort of tailspin as I am. We both lost five in a row. But the points I've been putting up during my five-game losing streak versus him is a, is a pretty significant gap. Um, now, Drew is battling injuries as well. I mean, he's been without his number one draft pick um, now for four straight weeks. And it was really his only reliable running back. Melvin Gordon is also out, which like Melvin Gordon's no stud, but he had been really reliable and like a pretty high floor for Drew at the running back two spot. And without him, I mean, last week he was forced to start Matt Breida and had to make a trade to acquire Jamal Williams. Like, and I agreed with that trade because at least Jamal Williams got him 850 points. Like he was thinking about starting Rex Burkhead, which, you know, would have been 500. You wanted more from Jamal Williams, but... It was a serviceable game, um, got the touches, got the yards, just didn't get in the end zone. Um, Jack, Drew's got Adam Thielen now, who's going to be out probably, I think it, it was a high ankle sprain, probably out for three weeks. Um, he He's going to get Aaron Rodgers back against you, which you don't like that matchup for you um, against the Bears. Like he, he always likes to go off against the Bears, so... Expect a good game out of Aaron Rodgers. But, yeah, you two will be facing off. We'll get into that matchup, Jack. But the both of you are just – I mean, you you haven't lost five in a row or anything. But these last few weeks for you have been brutal. Um, and the same goes for him. Uh, Drew got absolutely smoked by Greg. 12,072 to Drew's 6,738. Jack, that would be um, – the low on the year if you had not just gotten 6,608 the previous week. Um, so the two of you are really, really doing some stuff because um, Drew barely hit 9,000 in week 12. I'll, I'll stop talking about it because I feel like I'm just really like just. Yeah, you you certainly compiled a lot of stats around this matchup, huh? <laughs> Did your homework? I feel like there's more interesting stats together than all the season lows, than all the season lows. Uh, that's fine. I mean, Drew... Best of luck to you. You're you're a damn good brother and a damn good fantasy football manager. Neither of us tend to have a ton of success in this league, but we try real hard and we feel real deep. And I look forward to one of us being crushed and one of us uh, attributing the win to our own intelligence way more than we should attribute it. So cheers to you, brother. Cheers to you, brother. Um, cheers to the both of you, honestly, Jack, it was a meaningless matchup because, um, they were both already in the playoffs, but Scott or not Scott Kyle versus dad. Um, okay. Anna, don't laugh. It's a really rude mistake. Well, no, I, because I love Scott and I was just thinking about Scott. That's the only reason I said his name. Um, Kyle versus dad. Came down to Monday night, and Dad lost by 12 points. Dad lost by 22 points not three weeks ago. So you're talking about a combined 34 points between two losses? Um, I mean, he's going to make the playoffs. I mean, Dad won't take this offensively. His team's not doing absolutely anything. I mean, they're doing dick all in the playoffs. He is going to make. He's going to crawl to the playoffs, and he's probably out first round, no matter who he faces. Um but 
he that's i mean it's brutal it's brutal losses a 12 point loss when you only got 1170 from josh allen in a game where he literally needed to throw for four more yards and you would have won um it's just tough and and now um i i wanted dad to win for my own reasons i want to be stuck in the sixth seed um to avoid to be clear to be clear to uh thousands of listeners we have who aren't in our league and aren't aren't Maybe familiar with our point scoring. That's not like twelve points. Like oh, you know, twelve points. That's twelve points in our league. That is in the thousands. That is you know point one two in another league. So it's it's just a fraction. It's one tenth of a point in a standard league. If I'm not mistaken, Tommy. Yeah, about twelve one twelve one hundredths of a point um, to be precise. Six uh, fiftieths or. If you really so want to get down just to an three, unimaginably close loss. Three three twenty fifths of a point. Two um, two weeks in a row. Or one one might say point one two points. Um Jack. Yes. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm that, doing really, really well. That's great. Uh, Justin beat Scott, 11,976, touched on that a little bit. Scott was only able to put up 10,378. They're both four and nine, both out of the playoffs, but, um, I love the fight they both showed this year. Justin, after losing eight in a row, um, has really battled back here and, uh, hopefully he can win, win the last week and, and put up a somewhat respectable five and nine. I mean, it's better. It beats going like two and 13, so, or two and 12. Um, so Jack, we skirted uh, we skirted past this, but just a brutal way for Dad to lose too. Only getting eleven seventy from Josh Allen. You gotta expect more from him on Monday night. Just I know the weather, but really, you know, just a painful way to watch that Monday <laughs> night game. Um, sorry, Anna's cracking up because like, I mean, I know, I know. So you said we skirted past it, but like, and then you said the I same just, thing no, I, that I, I said. No, I, I, I. I know, I know, but just like <laughs> yeah, you were just reiterating, I, I, and I got yeah, that. I got the, that. the fact that it's Monday night yeah. and it's the second week in a like it's it's just he couldn't have like he couldn't have possibly thought going into Monday night this is going to happen to me again like yeah. just it's just it's 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 beyond belief. I mean, yeah. I would be I would be floored. So yeah. I'm sure he's not doing well. I appreciate you being there for him. No, he. I mean, he's he's honestly in a spot where like he doesn't really care right now about this year because. He doesn't. He knows he's not going to win. He just knows he's not going to win. Dad's team is not going to put up three great weeks. Um, he just doesn't have the firepower. Without Derrick Henry, he's got like, I mean, you look at his the running backs he's starting. Like, he literally started Devin Singletary, who got 360 points, and you know he might have to start someone like Ronald Jones next week um, because Miles Sanders is on by. So, um, anyway, uh, Jack. Louis beat me. He put up 15,000. Um, I have just been on the, the wrong end of some losses here the last five weeks. Um, my team has honestly been performing as well second half of the year as they did first half of the year. It just has not worked out for me. Um, and so put up a really good week, 13,500. I'm really happy with the trade, how it worked out this week. Got 1590 from Mitchell and 1990 from Alexander Madison. And Najee Harris only put up 1320. So that was a big win for me. Um, in the tra- in in as far as the trade goes, but yeah, I I still wasn't able to come close to beating Louis, um, and 
like I said, I mean, he, he just he got 1980 from Gronk. Dallas put up 2,000. Jonathan Taylor with a pedestrian 2430, and Justin Jefferson with 3K. So um, I never had a chance. And then um, the last matchup was was Pete just absolutely manhandling Dan, the basketball player, Tommy, played the real basketball. Quick, real quick before the basketball player versus the basketball matchup, which is an exciting one. Do you have any comments? Uh, I just wanted to, to call out this J.R. Schefter report. There's a lot of turmoil apparently between uh, Louis's camp and and your camp in terms of you know sort of this previous brotherly relationship now spoiled due to this you know sort of unnecessary thwomping by Louis. He didn't need this win. You desperately needed this win. Uh, word is from Jared Shafter that that Tommy and his camp are, are feeling pretty disrespected by my ankle hurts Louis and his platinum coached roster. Do you have any comments on that? All I'll say is that we read Louie loud and clear. Okay, let's just say that. We'll leave it at that. Like, message received. Um, we understand how it's going to be. And uh, we're moving forward with our eyes on, on Greg's team. And, and we're I'll not say gonna... one thing. I'll say one thing because the, the Reddit boards were going crazy this weekend, a lot of folks were predicting conspiracy theory that Louie would, would throw this week. People were saying, no way, Louis beats Tommy. They're in collusion. They're always working together. Tommy needs a win. Louis doesn't. You know, watch you know, watch Louis will accidentally bench, you know, oh, I meant to start him, you know, one of those plays. Uh, people were really stunned to see no collusion this week. So that is one thing to be proud of as commissioner. Certainly, certainly proud of that. Uh, Louis actually, he made a joke um Heading into the week, because he after we made the trade and after, um, I can't remember. He he was in a he was in a position where he needed to choose someone to play a flex, um, and he jokingly said that uh, he was going to start Mike Davis um, in his flex because Mike Davis was going up against the Tampa Bay, uh, who was one of the best run defenses, and he's you know Mike Davis has had four terrible weeks in a row, and then hilariously Mike Davis had his best week of the season. Um, 14,000 or 14,000, um, got into the end zone and had, uh, four carries for 32 yards and four receptions for 37 yards. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, I thought Louie might take it a little easy on me, pull a few punches. Um, and I suppose technically he did when you consider it was not that long ago that he got 21,000. Um, but I would have liked to have seen a little less than 15 K. I mean, honestly, I would have. I was happy with my 13,500. So, um, yeah, it just, you know, it, like I said, we read them loud and clear and we're moving forward, uh, with our sights on Greg's team because can't look back, you know? Amen. I really think, I really think you'll be okay. I hope you'll be okay because your team while in a tailspin deserves to be in the playoffs. Thank you. Um, I really, they really, I, my team's been super steady. I'm now, I'm just behind Dan by, by a 200 points for, for the third highest scoring team in the league. So sitting right in, right behind him in fourth place. And, um, yeah, I, I think my roster is good enough. Um, like I said, it just, it'd be brutal. It would be, I'm going to be honest, it'd be brutal. Um, so with that said, let's, let's jump right into next week, Jack. Um, we've got five teams fighting for three playoff spots, um, I'm going to skirt over Kyle and Scott's matchup. Um, skirt. 
because Did you hear that noise? Yeah, that was Jack. He said skirp. Oh, he said a word? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry for that interruption by the producers guys. Uh Jack, they're giving me they were they were, like heard you I think I mean your your skirp didn't come through fully. Um but oh, you did you did, did say I... you did say skirp, oh. right? Oh no, did I clip? <laughs> Oh no! Oh, I clipped. No. Yeah, I said skirt. Yeah, you okay. Said skirt. Justin was like, "What was that noise?" And I was like, "It was Jack." Um, Apologies to the. We'll cut that out for the Patreon users. But if you're listening to this on a normal podcast <laughs> app, we're going to keep that in. <laughs> uh, Jack, like I said, Kyle's pretty much locked into the two seed. Uh, he is projected to th- to throttle Scott right now. Um, Scott's got a few people in his lineup that are on by. I have no doubt that Scott will set his lineup this week. Uh, well, it doesn't mean anything technically. Uh, you know, it would be bragging rights if he was able to take Kyle down last week of the year for him. So, um, Jack, I guess we should just talk about Kyle's team in the sense like, what do we think his chances are? No, I guess we could just wait. We'll just wait till the playoffs to really dive into the into his his matchup um, or his team because him and Louie, like I said, they'll be the favorites going into the playoffs. But um, yeah, Kyle Kyle actually had a down week, and um, so I, I expect his team to bounce back. Um, but I don't know. Is there anything you want to say about Kyle's team, real quick? Because um, I do want to focus on on the the matchups that really matter going into the week, but. Um, Nah, but uh, Peter and and Justin are also in a matchup, and there that's useless as well. Am I correct? Yes, that one that one is also useless. You are correct. So there. we can take this moment to uh, raise a glass to Justin's team, another team that is out of the playoffs, yep. to Jim. in last place, but uh, a season well fought, and you know we expect you back next year, Justin Tucker and all. You're a great manager, a great competitor, always blowing up the uh, text thread, which is much appreciated, keeping the passion alive, keeping the group alive, and not to mention the lead producer, lead editor, and all-around podcast hero um, to to B.B. Let. Cheers. Here, here. Jack, Pete's team... He started off with that three and zero start and has kind of just been coasting since. He's got a very middle of the road team, uh, just as far as points scored. And at eight and five, like I said, he's he started off three and zero, so he's just five and five the last ten weeks, and he's sort of just been skating along. But his team is sneaky, and especially if Melvin Gordon stays out, um, and if they just they just sit him because he's old and Javante Williams is the future, and they just give Javante Williams the reins here. I mean, his schedule is tantalizing. And if he's getting 30 touches, um, I mean, with him, Aaron Jones, and he's got either Henderson or Michelle. If, if Henderson's not healthy, Michelle just served uh, as a backup very, very well, uh, putting up 2,040 points in, in Henderson's absence. That's a scary running back trio. And you consider the fact that he's got Tom Brady, who's – Playoff matchups is, I mean, matchups don't really matter for Tom Brady. He's he's going to destroy, uh, you know, Carolina's got a good pass defense in week 16, but it's, you're not worried about Tom Brady in that week. Deontay Johnson's been amazing. And, like, I just think 
he's been able to just skate along while he while he waited for Javante Williams to break out and um, he got the Odell Jr., Odell Beckham Jr. pickup which he's looking certainly startable a wide receiver two three option and I just think uh, I think Pete's team here is is one to look at heading into the playoffs for sure. Yeah, I I take Kyle's team over Pete's team though. I mean Kyle's sitting on a juggernaut right now. His wide receivers are nuts with scary Terry and okay, yeah, you mentioned- Corderell Patterson. I mean, what a joke of a fantasy weapon this season, Corderell Patterson. Who saw that coming? Certainly not Kyle. Tyreek Hill, uh, T. Higgins, who has somehow exploded and made Tyler Boyd irrelevant, which is great for me. And then Eckler and Jacobs at the running back position, and, and not to mention Stafford at the helm. It, it's just a, it's a dynamite team. It is, Jack, but, I mean, look at what Terry McLaurin's done this year. He hasn't been that good. I mean, you talk, like, he had two great weeks in the first four weeks, then another great week in week seven and week 11. So he's got four great weeks, and the rest are kind of just like, I mean, the rest are under 1,000. Um, and, like, Tyreek Hill as well. Like, I know they both have insane boom potential, but, like, Tyreek Hill's had a lot of down weeks this year. Um, he certainly hasn't been his, worth that first-round draft pick, or I guess, no, it would have been second-round draft pick. Um, so, I, while I agree that, I mean, obviously Kyle's team is really good, and, and the Cordero Patterson, to your point, I mean, it, that has just been a cheat code for Kyle. Um, a cheat code. An absolute a, cheat yeah, code. a cheat code. Um, eligible in wide receiver and running back. Got him off waivers. Has been one of the better players on his team. Um, one of the best players in all of fantasy. So, yeah, that really takes his team to another level. If If, if Terry and Hill can get going and get hot in the playoffs, yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be really tough to beat Kyle. Um, so um, to your point, Eckler and Jacobs both look amazing. And um, with with Kenyon Drake out for the year now with a broken ankle, Josh Jacobs should continue to see uh, a lot of passing work. He got nine targets last week, um, now only for 38 yards, but you love that kind of work in the passing game for Josh Jacobs. Um, so, yeah, but no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I like Pete's team more more than Kyle's necessarily. I just... Um, you know, Kyle's, Kyle's no, team has we been... We heard you loud and clear. You take Pete, I take Kyle. It's in. It's on the well, board. Well, I will get to my dark horse. Um, I, I've i got a surprising favorite to win it all this year. Um, a little teaser for a few minutes from now. But, Jack, the other matchup that doesn't really matter is Louie versus Dad. Um, the only thing that can change here is... And oh, let's be honest, Louie's going to beat Dad. Um, so, Dad will lose... And when he loses to Louis, he will either stay at the five seed, or if I beat Greg, he will drop to the six seed, and I will move up to the five seed. So that's the only thing that's on the line there. Um, as someone who wants to be in the sixth seed, I will be rooting for Dad to do the impossible and take down Louis. Um, but like I said, don't have high hopes. Um, it's not looking up right now for Dad. So. Um, Good luck, though. And then, Jack, let's – I mean, whew. All right, I'm going to start with Anna versus Dan um, because I can't wait to talk about Anna's team. Jack, Anna – I'm going with Anna to win the 2021 12-pack championship um, because fantasy football is not about how good your team is throughout the entire year. It is 100% about when you hit your groove 
and all it takes is three weeks. Anna just needs to beat Dan, and she's in the playoffs. If she loses, she is more th- could still hang on to a playoff spot, but would need a couple things to break her way. Um, so simple for Anna. She wins. She's in. Jack, She's get her, her team's healthy at the perfect time. I mean, it just at the perfect time, her team is getting healthy. Um, she did have a little hiccup. Deontay Harris has been suspended for three games um, for a DUI that happened um, earlier in the season. Um, he, he appealed his suspension, and it was upheld, and so now he is out for three games. So she can drop him. Um, but I would say the... the, the <laughs> what's, the, what's, the what's the problem? Oh, for <laughs> why suspend him? Okay. Oh man, a lot, a lot of chatter this week from the producers. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of interjections <laughs> from the producers. It is a late week. night recording. It's totally fine. But yeah, Justin's certainly chatty. Um, <laughs> I agree. I, I don't think people should be suspended for DUIs. Um, I think. <laughs> I think let them yeah. let them have fun. You know. Uh, no, obviously, I jest. Um, DUI is very serious. Let's talk condemns drinking and driving. Let's talk does condemn drinking and driving. Absolutely. Jack, Green Bay Packers against Chicago. Smash play for Anna uh, this week. She's going to have to find a kicker. She's going to slide Hopkins up to her wide receiver three spot. Now, not great matchups for her wide receivers, but um, they can still always get it done. Also not a great matchup for Kyler Murray. I think at home, though, on Monday night, he's going to be just fine. Um, Saquon Barkley has a really nice matchup. She's going to have Kareem Hunt coming back off a bye, um, going up against Baltimore. I expect Cleveland to play much better this week against Baltimore and, and try and really establish the run. Um, and then if she needs him, um, Chase Edmonds might even be back though. It might be kind of risky to play him his first week back, but, um, yeah, Jack, I just, the, the firepower with the potential there with Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins after missing time, wanting to come back. And I think just really show how dominant they are. I, I just, that's a that's a that that combination right there in and of itself can win you weeks. So um, I just re- I think I think Anna could really do it um, if she don't if she gets past Dan. Even, I think I'd... don't even bother looking at this matchup until Monday night. Doesn't matter. Nothing before Monday night matters. This matchup will come down to Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins versus Cooper Cup, Zach Ertz, and Matt Gay. That's what we're talking about here. Tune out on Sunday. Leave this matchup for the for the dirt, and watch it come to life on Monday night. Boy, is that going to be a thriller! Yikes! Oh, okay. Uh, Keenan Allen could play Sunday, but he is currently on the COVID nineteen list. But he is vaccinated, so if he gets two negative tests uh, at least twenty four hours apart, he will be able to play. But um, if he were to miss, that would that would really decrease Dan's chances of pulling it off. Jack Dan also might play Christian Kirk in that Monday night matchup, so. To you, more to your point, 100%, um, nothing will be decided until that Monday night matchup. So that'll be a lot of fun um, or we'll just be tormenting uh, for Anna potentially. Um, Jake, do you like Anna's chances here? Um, I know we usually like to um, each pick one person yeah. from the matchups. but Yeah, I mean, uh, you so, well, I don't know what you mean by that, but you saw on the <laughs> sheet this week that I took Dan's team. I like Dan's. I mean, don't get me wrong. Anna's got a competitor there, but I just, you know how I feel about Cooper Cup this season. I I expect him to get near 3,000 this week. The guy's electric. I'll never not draft him again. 
I also think, well, you know, Buffalo's defense, we'll see if Dan pivots. That'd be that'd be bold to play him against Brady, but it's also, you know, Buffalo's got a good defense, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, I honestly don't think he will. I, I mean, I don't think he will. Um, but he might. And, and So you know. in that sense, I mean, you could see, like you said, it's Green Bay versus the Bears, so... I don't know. Is Green Bay going to get forty five hundred? That could be a big difference there. Green Bay versus Buffalo. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm taking Dan, but I think it'll be a, be by a thin margin. I also think Anna should should handily uh, win the the tight end battle. Um, whether Dan goes with Ertz or if he pivots away from Ertz because Ertz had a bad week and, and goes to Fryermuth, um, that remains to be seen. But um, Oh wow, Tommy! Uh, breaking news: uh, uh, Jr. Schefter report. I sometimes I feel like this guy reports while he knows we're recording, <laughs> knowing like you know he knows how pop culture works. Oh yeah, he, knows, he, he oh, hangs on to this information. Get it live. And, and yeah. Anyways, Jr. Schefter is reporting hot off the press. Uh, there are concerns from Dan's camp that he, a lot of his time is being taken up managing the Tonka Verde Hawks, um, like the Tonka truck, but yes. uh, uh, not to be confused with the truck it's it's a basketball team <laughs> dan's got two loves basketball and football if you know if you know him you know he wrote a book on basketball and he wrote a book on football the price of a three free throw and the price the price of a field goal you can get them both on amazon you want to try that again for, for both of those <laughs> oh you get the idea i so i stumbled i'm a few glasses of red wine in and a okay the point is you interrupted J.R. Schefter. The point is, Dan's camp is concerned that he's stretched thin, managing both a football team and a basketball team. That being said, Dan is a seasoned pro. He's one of the best coaches out there, one of the best managers in the league, and certainly one of the best junior varsity basketball coaches in the entire state. But uh, J.R. Schefter is reporting that there's concerns internally about his commitment to the football team. Uh, word has that Zach Ertz actually addressed the locker room earlier this week and said, Dan doesn't care about us. And uh, that got the team really riled up. Pat Fryermuth did come to Dan's defense and said, it's just because you're not as good as me. And they got into a tight end argument. But J.R. Schefter is reporting a lot of turmoil, a lot of, a uh, lot of, we'll see. I, I, I don't know if that'll affect it. I mean, I'm still choosing Dan, but Tommy, the writing is on the wall for Anna to take the victory and pull the underdog story. Like you said, a few wins in the playoffs, she could be looking at a championship. Nothing better than a quarterback-wide receiver combo. Anna's got the dream in Murray Hopkins. That could carry her to the almighty trophy. Yeah, we shall see, Jack. Um, Dan's got Damian Harris on by, and um, James Robinson has been a little banged up and, and didn't play much in that week. Uh, last week's uh, loss to the Rams. So um, we'll see. I, I do think Anna's got a good chance here to take it. I I certainly, I, I anticipate Anna to win. I don't want to jinx anything. Um, and certainly Dan's team is capable of putting up massive weeks. So, um, but I do, I do think she'll, she'll stay in the flames here and um, she'll pull this one off and, and get, her, get herself all the way to seven and seven with a, a shot at making a run in the playoffs, which is just incredible, Jack, because, it was just two weeks ago that she had one of the most miraculous wins you'll ever see in fantasy football. Um, 
with Carter significantly outscoring DK Metcalf in the Monday night matchup, which is just insane to say. Um, so, I mean, if, if she loses that week, she's done. Her season's over. And now here we are talking about her team looking good. All she's got to get is one win, and she's in, and anything can happen. So uh, happy for her. It was a, a brutal season of injuries. Um, so if she can sneak in here, um, that'd be really cool. Um, one other head-to-head thing to, to, to look at here is Saquon Barkley versus James Robinson. Battle of the running backs. Saquon, my favorite Barkley. I think he'll have a big week, but I do think James, my favorite Robinson, will prevail, and that'll carry Dan to the W. Is that a Curtis, my favorite Martin reference? <laughs> yeah, two times in a row, and Great. it works for both. It, it does work. I mean, it works wonderfully for both. It works really well for both. Um, Jack, you know a lot of Barclays, and you know a lot of Robinsons. It's true. It's true. Very, very I wouldn't true. say. I guess not a lot of Barclays, but you know two. That's true. Off the top of my head, I know at least two, um, and I'm sure there's more if I dug deeper. Um, Jack... So that's matchup number one that's important. Matchup number two that is important is you versus Drew. Two teams that are not looking good. But gosh darn it, gosh darn it, one of them is going to be in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> Yahoo's being real generous with a 10,630 <laughs> and 10,169 projections for both of us. I'll be <laughs> shocked if this is a five-digit matchup. I see both these teams... <laughs> Rounding out the corner at four digits, and uh, I see a trust me, I see a lot of action within both within those four digits, but I do not see this scene at ten thousand, ten thousand barn burner scoreboard. That's just out of the out of the range of the two teams we're looking at here. I do worry about Aaron Rodgers going up against the Bears and Michael Pittman, my only functional wide receiver, being out. <laughs> yeah. So, so <laughs> you know, that's a list of my concerns. Dude, now that I'm looking at it, how do you possibly win? <laughs> okay. All Jerry, right. you, you're starting Jerry, Judy, Cortland, Sutton, and Marvin Jones Jr.? That's like that's what you're going with? I mean, I guess you have to. You need to relax. Okay, I said enough. I think you can analyze Drew's team. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Are you – okay, let me ask you one more question about your team. Are you actually going to start Derek Carr or are you, are you looking – you know, I don't. This won't come out until after waivers process. So, um, feel free to 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 give us the truth here. Are you looking to the waiver wire here for for a quarterback? Are you are you going with Derek? I mean, uh, we'll see. But he's been good for me. I mean, you say good, and sure. I mean, you were ha- you do you played him against Dallas with the twenty one hundred? I'm guessing, or did you not? Correct. Okay. And then, you know, Washington with only 1,200, Cincinnati only 960 the week before. So it hasn't been all – I mean, he's literally I've, – I've played him the – I played him 2,100. So okay. That so you, was... played, you played him the last two weeks basically? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's – you know, they should need to throw against Kansas City and Kansas Washington's City. Washington's defense, defense is better than Kansas City's defense. I guess Kansas City's defense has been better second half of the season. They have. They really have. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll um, see. I haven't decided. I mean, I'm trying to. I'm trying to clean house and wide receiver. I mean, I'm. I'm going to be murdering the waiver wire. Sure. I, sure, I'm, sure, I'm, sure. I have like ten. I have like ten pending transactions. That's. A, I love that. I love that for you, um, Jack. Ezekiel Elliott doesn't look good. 
Um, looked really, really good beginning of year. I, I mean, he's been having knee issues. Um, it's he fine. Just doesn't. I look will beat. Great. I will beat Drew at the running back position. The question is, will he beat me enough at the quarterback, wide receiver, and tight end to blow the doors open? If Alvin Kamara comes back, you're standing by that project prediction at the running back position still. Yes, and you're. You're. I'm guessing. I mean, because you have a trio of running backs. That's, that's pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, yeah, if you include if you include your flex in that for sure, you'll you Correct. should win the Correct. the running back spot. Um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire looks good. I I do just worry about um about Ezekiel Elliott a little bit. Um, James Conner is going to have a monster game on Monday Night Football. So Chase Edmonds should be, be back. Um, no, don't tell me that. <laughs> He should. I mean, he's eligible to return, so we'll that's see. That's terrible news. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's it. I mean, that I, that, that that I won't win if that's the case. You, you need you need a workhorse, James Conner, uh, in this. Week. I I need to a not. I need to eviscerate Drew at the running back position. Yeah, yeah. So you need to. I mean, I think I feel like Alvin Kamara's got to be back this week, but um, we'll see. I mean, it was a, a, a knee sprain, so. And for a running back like him, he he uses his knees pretty much uh, every play, so which isn't the case for most and running I, backs. For the record, I will be sticking with Minnesota against Pittsburgh for my defense. Whoa, okay. I mean, listen, dude. <laughs> against Ben Roethlisberger, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, and for Drew, Jack, the Thielen thing, just on top of everything that's been going on for Drew, is absolutely brutal. Um, because Thielen had been like his one super, super reliable player this season. And uh, not only is he out this week, but if Drew makes the playoffs, he probably won't have him the entire playoffs. Um, I mean, I think it's going to be at least a three-week absence for, for Adam Thielen. The good news is he doesn't need surgery or anything, but high ankle sprains are no joke. And uh, it should keep him out a while. And then if Kamara doesn't play, I mean, you're talking about him starting Dante Foreman and Jamal Williams at the running back position. And I guess he's going to be forced to play... Rashad Bateman still at flex who literally just goosed and saw only one target. Um, so, I mean, he's going to need huge weeks from DK Metcalf and, and Mike Williams. I mean that if he's going to have a shot here to, to put up a, a good week, he needs both of those guys to do better than they have been. I mean, DK Metcalf hasn't reached a thousand since the bye week in week nine. Um, so it's been rough for him. Um, now an easy matchup against Houston. So, Hopefully they can. It'll be a get right game uh, for Drew and and for that offense. So, I mean Dawson Knox at the tight end. He had to give up Darren Waller. So hopefully that doesn't come back to bite him. Um, but Dawson Knox didn't look great. I mean it was super windy in that Monday night game, but he had some some big drops. Six targets, only caught two of them for 14 yards. So um, he's got to find a defense to play. Uh, the waiver wire doesn't look that good right now for defenses. Um, I'm currently rostering three of them, um, so I've made that a little barren. Uh, but, Jake, I think, yeah, if Kamara doesn't play, I think you're right. I don't see how – I mean, he would need a massive game from Aaron Rodgers to to get up over 10,000. Um, I think this should be a pretty pretty low-scoring matchup, which would be very fitting. Um, now, Jack, you are automatically in if you win. But if Drew wins, he does not automatically make the playoffs. Um, for him to make the playoffs, he needs – to win, and then one of two other things to happen. Either Anna needs to lose, or I need to beat Greg. 
because if I beat Greg, Drew hops above Greg, and then um, if he beats you, obviously he's he's going to jump ahead of you. He's got the tiebreaker and points over you. So, um, so very possible for Drew to make the playoffs, but he does not control his own destiny. He will need a little help from either Dan or me this week. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I think it's pretty fitting that one of you this matchup pretty much determines one of the final playoff spots because there's been, like I said, there, you know, you guys have had your back and forth where like, you know, you call him a bad uh, manager. He calls you a bad manager and you kind of fought over that. I don't know if it was this year so much, but definitely last year there was some beef between you guys. All I can say is brothers fight. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie. Remember the Titans, but Drew and I have this thing where we look each other in the eyes and we say, left side, strong side, left side, strong side, left side, strong side. And then we embrace pretty aggressively. And that usually grounds us and, and reminds us who we are and, and who we are as brothers. And at the end of the day, fantasy competitors, sometimes it gets personal. Sometimes it gets a little violent, a little angry. A little uh, cutthroat, but we're still brothers at the end of the day, and 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 God damn it, I love that man. Watch the language there. Um, all right, Jack. Good luck to you both. Um, so I'm gonna be brutally honest here. If Drew if Drew beats you, I automatically make the playoffs, win or lose against Greg. So. I wouldn't be... This is crazy. I this wouldn't... is crazy. <laughs> J.R. Schefter is reporting. I don't know how they got this information. This this guy is... Uh, this is sort of a dirty report. I apologize, but we have to share. I mean, J.R. Schefter is reporting. He He's the top reporter for Let's Talk Fantasy Football. We have to share. It's it's rumored that George Gallagher, George Drew, Drew W. Gallagher, placed a bet at a casino in Vegas, he bet $500,000 that Jack would win this matchup this week. That is insane. You know, Darren Ravel sometimes bets on, or, or reports on bets and things like that. I guess J.R. Schefter is sort of getting into the the the, the Vegas betting reporting, but shocked to hear this. Um, Tommy, how do you think that would make Drew feel to know that uh, his own father, George Drew W. Gallagher, placed a bet on Jack to win the matchup? I think he would feel pretty betrayed, honestly. And I think when he hears this podcast, he is going to be gutted. I mean, just absolutely gutted. Um, when your own father is not in your corner, um, you know, that can be a pretty tough pill to swallow. Um, but, you know, George, he's probably just hedging his bets. Um, you know, I George is, is such a guy that I bet you he'd be happy to lose that 500 grand um, if, it, if, it, if it meant his son <laughs> If it meant his son got into the playoffs for the 12-pack fantasy football league, I know for sure he would happily say goodbye to that 500 grand. Now, on the flip side, if Drew loses, it's a pretty nice consolation prize to win that bet. So I got to say, I kind of agree with the move here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you lay it out like that, that's that's true. Are you... I mean, he's been doing well in Florida, I guess. Are you surprised to hear that he made a half a million dollar bet? (laughs) 
I I have to say, Jack, I'm a little bit surprised that George Gallagher placed a half million dollar bet in Vegas this weekend. Um, I didn't know he was in Vegas, and yeah, I mean, I know he's doing well down in Florida, but to have a half million to throw around, um, I'm shocked. Any sports book took this bet. Um, I don't know. I don't know how he got them to take this bet because, for all Vegas knows, you could be throwing the match. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if Drew cared about George at all, he would throw the match. I mean, I mean, if Drew if even remotely cares about his dad, he has to lose, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I think so. I would definitely agree with that. But listen, this this league means a lot to people, dude. And Drew's got the chance to, to drive for a back-to-back here, uh, back-to-back <laughs> champion. Um, and we don't just throw that out the window. Well, that's why George made the bet. He got incredible odds. He he got ten to one odds because Drew's such a big favorite, being the defending champion. Okay, all right. Yeah, Drew has to throw. <laughs> I mean, he's got to throw ten to one. Oh, that's 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 a lot of cheese. Um. Uh. I guess hurts. we'll I guess Oof. we'll wait Drew's decision. We'll see if he op- we'll see if he comes out on Sunday with all of his players benched. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right, color me crazy. <laughs> on to the next matchup. Uh, let me guess, Louis versus Lou. Uh, no. Um, Shoot, gosh darn well, it. Well, we like we kind of I, I skirted over that one a little bit. Louis going to beat Dad. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't, um, let's see. Did we, yeah. We should talk about, uh, you and Greg. Yeah, I was going to, I was going to go, go into depth on that and then we can, I, we can give Louie and dad's matchup a shout out, Kyle and, uh, Scott's matchup a shout out and, um, Justin versus Pete. Um, but yeah, Jake, this is the final meaningful matchup this week. The Sac Piscocks are looking to end a five-game losing streak against No Fox Given, who have won two in a row. Jack at three and eight, it was looking like they were on the cusp of falling out of the any any chance at a playoff spot. But um, Greg has a really good chance of making the playoffs now. Um, if he beats me, he needs to beat me by eight hundred and fifty-six or more. Or more more than eight hundred and fifty six points, he needs to beat me by, in order to make the playoffs. Um, how so? It, it gets kind of complicated because if you and Anna both lose, uh, Greg could still make the playoffs by beating me, but not by beating me more than eight hundred fifty six, and then both Greg and I would make the playoffs. Um, but the chances of that happening, where he beats me by less than 856, and you and Anna both lose, probably not great odds for that one. Um, so let's just leave it as Greg needs to beat me by more than 856 points to make the playoffs. And if I beat Greg, 
I make the playoffs. Or if I lose to Greg by less than 856 points, I still make the playoffs. Um, so yeah, Jack, I just got to start with, if Alexander Madison doesn't start for the Minnesota Vikings on Thursday night, I'm going to scream until I no longer have a voice. And then I'm going to perish. And I'm going to lose to Greg. Uh, so I really thought I was going to have at least two weeks from Alexander Madison when you factor in the fact that it is on a short week for week two. I mean, we're like nine days removed from from Dalvin Cook's shoulder injury, which looked like a career ender from how he reacted. I mean, I thought his yeah, arm was about I don't to fall mean off. To, right. You never like to call out a, a, an athlete for res- reacting to an injury, you know, but... Boy, did he! If he starts, he overreacted. I mean, I it mean, looked that like was a quite the performance. Injury. Yeah. Um, now it is just just a shoulder, so it, you know, as for a running back, you know, even if his shoulder's still really sore, like you can play through that. But like with the way he reacted, I'm surprised that he's even thinking about playing. Um, and Jack, that with Eli Mitchell is now in the concussion protocol. Got hit a hard hit. He he finished the game on Sunday, but then was feeling symptoms Monday morning. So maybe shouldn't have finished the game. Uh, but you know who's to say, really? Um, Jake, both of them with him being questionable, and now it looking like Dalvin Cook's actually a possibility to play. The only test they do in the blue tent is what color is the tent. <laughs> then they let him go back out on the field. Yeah. I mean, what? It, I know people are like, well, the NFL is soft, you know, too many penalties. But, like, it, they really – they put in so many protocols in place. How do guys still get back in the field? I mean, you watch some of these guys and they just, you know, they stumble off, like just clearly concussed. You can see it up from, from TV and just – they go right back onto the field. And it's like, okay, well, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, it's, short, it's short-sighted. It's very short-sighted. Yeah, it is. It is quite interesting. <laughs> Just when you said, like, when it's super evident on the field that, like, they can't walk from point A to point B like, without, at, like, falling yeah. over. Their their teammates are just but, carrying them to the <laughs> sideline, and it's like, okay. But then 15 minutes later, they wander out of the blue tent. You know, they give them some smelling salts, and they're good to go. Right, exactly. I was, I was just going to say that. A few packets of smelling salts, <laughs> and any concussed person can look like, a, like an academic, you know, debater. Like, it's just, woo, ready. I'm here. <laughs> right, right. <clears throat> Jack, so I need, I mean, yeah, you, it, it could be, I'm just, I'm so nervous. I'm just so nervous because I thought I had the playoffs in the bag. I was like, surely one of these weeks I'm going to get a win. Surely. I mean, surely one of these weeks I'm going to get a win. Um, but alas, I haven't. I mean, the last two weeks have been brutal. Kyle scored 17,000 against me. Louis scored 15,000 against me. I had good weeks both weeks, but, you know, it's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Um, Jake, I'm hoping to have a significant edge defensively. Uh, picked up Denver's defense. Logan Thomas got injured, uh, bad knee injury, and I dropped him and picked up Denver's defense, seeing that they, had, uh, they hadn't played yet. <clears throat> We're playing on Sunday night, and I saw they had the matchup against Detroit at home. So I went and snagged them because uh, the Dolphins are on by and, and Tampa Bay has to play Buffalo. So I think I need that defensive matchup with L.A. in Arizona. I need to win that pretty substantially. Um, and then, of course, the obvious things scare me from Greg's team, like a blow-up game from Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. That's probably what makes this week for me so 
scary is that very easily Greg's got the type of team. I mean, you've just the the superstar firepower with Devontae Adams and Jamar Chase. Antonio Gibson has looked great. Leonard Fernandesco looked great. I mean, his team could easily put up fourteen plus thousand, and I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, we, you know, with like a five thousand point stack between Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. So like. The fact that I need to win, like, sure, I could get lucky with one of you and Anna losing and still make it into the playoffs, but the fact that I need to win against Greg, I was really trying to avoid a must-win in this final week, and I'm a, I'm scared shitless. I'll be honest. I'm very nervous. It's quite a fall from where you were at, so I totally understand the nervousness, and it's going to be a miserable couple of days and you just hate to go up against Greg no offense to Greg love the guy great cousin great father good man not the guy you want to lose to with your season on the line just he auto drafted I mean you don't you don't want to lose to him so uh you'll win you have to for the good of the league for the integrity of fantasy football (laughs) you're saying you don't want an auto drafted team in the playoffs (laughs) correct yeah fair enough uh Although Yahoo knew, dude. Yahoo, the son of a gun. They knew that Greg's team was going to be good. Um, so, Jack, what – I mean, golly, dude. I'm going to have to play Chase Claypool on Thursday um, because especially with the unknown status of Madison, whether he's starting and Mitchell, if he's even playing, I have to play Claypool. Um, and then Marquez Valdez-Scantling will be an emergency flex option um, if I can't start Madison on Thursday night. But – I don't like having to play Claypool. I don't like that Dalvin Cook's practicing. I don't like that Eli Mitchell's in the concussion protocol. Um, TJ Hawkinson has proven he can goose. Dak Prescott has really been up or down. Washington defense is better lately. Um, I just, any, I know my team has the, the potential, but just it's just one week now, and I'm coming off a couple good weeks. I haven't had a down week in a really bad down week in a while, and. What do you got for me? Shed some light on my team and, and give me a reason to, to go on. Wow. Uh, low bar. Um, <laughs> you have a lot of reasons to go on. I think your team is going to – I mean, this is going to be a barn burner. This is the antithesis of mine and Drew's matchup. <laughs> I think I think Prescott and Lamb, that's, that's right up there with uh, – Marie Hopkins combo. That's fun to watch. Not quite that electric, but bounce back. I know they've been underperforming. They're going to crush it against the football team. Chase Claypool, you don't love having to play him on Thursday night against the Vikings, but Joe, my favorite Mixon, is an animal. And I really... I, I just see you taking a... 13,500-point victory over Greg's 12,700 points. I, I, I really see it. The writing's on the wall. I was shocked to see you take Greg this week. Lack of confidence in your team? What do you like? I mean, are, is it Leonard Fournette? Is it his resurgence? Is it Devontae Adams, the top wide receiver in the league? Jamar Chase, the rookie breakout? What has you picking Greg? <laughs> the way you, The way you phrased that question... Um, how it started, what has you, like, I thought you were going to say, like, what has you done lately that, um, but what, (laughs) (laughs) um, what has you picking Greg? Um, 
what has me picking Greg Jack is that um, I just he's he's got the type of team. He's I mean he proved it when that what so Greg had an insane week over twenty one thousand twenty one thousand eight hundred and eight was Greg's high on the year, which severely inflates his team's average. Um, Greg's one of the he's a he's the fifth highest scoring team in the league, uh, but if you take away that one week, um, his average drops significantly. Um, so he has had quite a few down weeks. Um, the lately, the last three weeks, he's rattled off 12,000, 14,000, and then 12,000 again. So he could be due for a, a down week, and I'm hoping that's the case. Um, certainly, but Jack, I mean, I, I sort of listed the reasons why I'm picking Greg. Like, you are scared of Aaron Rodgers Sunday night against the Bears. Well, if Aaron Rodgers goes off, who's going to be that? Who's going to be the benefactor of that? Devontae Adams. Jamar Chase has hit a bit of a cold spell. Uh, he hasn't really gone off, um, and he, they're going to be playing at home after a, a bad loss to, um, to the Chargers. They're going to be back at home um, facing against the 49ers, whose defense has not been great. So he could go <coughs> off. Devontae Adams could go off. With, with J.D. McKissick out, Antonio Gibson has seen literally like 30 touches a game um, since he exited, and... You said Leonard Fournette. I mean, Leonard Fournette has been an absolute beast. Uh, two weeks ago, he got 4,000 points. So, yeah, I'm a little worried about Leonard Fournette. The, it's the goat effect, dude. Greatness begets greatness. Surround yourself in success. Tom Brady just made—I mean, the, what a resurgence. What a resurgence. Yeah, true, it's, true. How do the Buccaneers not repeat this this year? Um, I mean, you certainly like their chances with TB12 at the helm. Um, you know, there's going to be a handful of teams that, that are going to give them a really good, a really good fight. I mean, obviously the Packers, again, um, this year the Cardinals have looked amazing. Uh, even the Rams, I think with their recent struggles, will be, will be strong come playoff time. Um, so the NFC should be a bit of a battle this year. I mean, I think there's four really great teams, and I, I mean, I haven't even mentioned the Cowboys, who, whose defense has been great. And while Dak hasn't been a good fantasy quarterback, he's been a good real-life quarterback. Um, he looks good, and while Zeke doesn't look great, Pollard looks great, CeeDee Lamb looks great, um, Mari Cooper can hopefully get healthy. So NFC, honestly, I think is stronger this year than the AFC for the first time in a while. Um, with the AFC, Dude, by the could way... Be, it could be... Buccaneers versus Patriots in the Super Bowl. It really could, and I think that's something we all deserve to see. Um, Bill versus Tom, both of them back in the Super Bowl. I mean, that would be wild. But I would just be shocked if the Patriots, with Mac Jones as a rookie quarterback, come playoff time, actually can beat the likes of the Bills or the Chiefs. Or, I mean, honestly, even the Ravens, um, I would probably choose over the Patriots with Mac Jones at the helm so not not with bill belichick at the helm dude we've we've been here i know we've we've know. we've heard this story saying before. after tom brady took over for drew bledsoe sure sure you remember those conversations huh back in uh <laughs> early 2000s <laughs> yep <laughs> um and jack honestly greg's flex dontrell hilliard he's a bit of a wild card and he's proven the last two weeks that he's pretty pretty good and uh if he's necessary again next week hopefully julio can come back and take away uh some targets from him but they use him in the passing game and uh he's a good lightning 
to Dante Foreman's thunder in that backfield. Um, they had a lot of success running against the Patriots two weeks ago. So, I yeah, I'm just scared, man. I mean, every single player on Greg's roster is a pretty good start this week. I mean, outside of Darnell Mooney, who I don't think he's a great start, but he could still he he's a boom player who who has deep targets every week. So. I mean, there's just every single player on his roster has a chance to explode this week. And uh, yeah, it's just scary. Um, and I and I think, I really do think he'll beat me. And I'm only going to make it into the playoffs if you or Anna loses. Um, so I really would have liked to have a, a bit more of a, a point uh, advantage over Greg. Really left some points on my bench the last handful of weeks, you know. Uh, starting Russell Gage a few weeks ago, him getting the goose. Um, and if I would have started, you know, Jacoby Myers, that would be a, an extra thousand points. And that extra thousand points right now would be amazing. I mean, even I played Miami over Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay outscored them by 200 points. So that's another 200 points I'd love to have. It seems pretty meaningless on a week to week basis, especially when it wouldn't affect your weekly outcome. But over the course of the year, I'd love to have an extra 2000 points right now. Um, I'd feel a lot better if I'm being honest. Um, but yeah, just to, to recap, Jack, you win and you're in. Anna wins and she's in. I win and I'm in. I can also get in with a loss and a loss from either you or Anna. Drew gets in with a win against you and either a loss from Anna or a loss from Greg. And Greg gets in with a win over me by more than 856 points or a win over me by less than that and with you and Anna also losing. Scott and Justin are eliminated. Dad can drop to the sixth seed if he loses to Louie and I win against Greg. Pete and Dan can flip-flop their third and fourth spot if Pete wins and Dan loses. Kyle's pretty much locked in at the two, and Louie's pretty much locked in at the one. Um, Jack, it's really cool that five of us have a chance to make the playoffs, and it's really cool that three playoff spots are still open with only one week left. It keeps everybody interested. I know Justin was eliminated early this year, but it was mostly his fault. Um, Scott wasn't eliminated until last week, and now we've got five teams with a playoff spot on the line. Five teams, three spots. Be there or be square. An epic summary and a tantalizing week we have upon us. I mean, personally, I have my hopes low, and I recommend everyone listening out there does the same because... If fantasy has taught me anything, it's to expect the worst, prepare for the worst, and ultimately perform the worst. <laughs> and ultimately, it will be nothing but the worst. So, <laughs> Jack, can you hear me? I'm talking to you across the water, across the deep blue ocean, under the open sky. Oh, my. Oh my. We want to thank our presenting sponsor, Color Me Crazy. Great responses to the ad last week. Uh, a few complaints about the marker segment we had on the show. That was part of the Color Me Crazy sponsorship. And 
I don't know. Uh, I don't know what you guys want us to do. We're trying to make a living. Tommy and I both have families. Both of us have multiple children, not technically children, but like, you know, things to buy, which is the same as having a child. So I just think you guys need to relax. Color Me Crazy is a great sponsor. If you hear markers, it's part of the sponsorship. <laughs> Thanks to our Patreon subscribers. <laughs> well said, Jack. I mean, I thought that backlash was very unwarranted. Um, so I appreciate you saying that. You were the one who did the backlash. Okay, here he comes again. Justin, you are a producer. Please stop talking. You're not supposed to be on the podcast. <laughs> For the love of God. Sorry about that. <laughs> to the Patreon users, you won't hear that. I will leave in the out first. Um, but Justin was just talking. And uh, to the normal listeners, you obviously did hear that. We left it in. But uh, we'll cut out that yeah. part for the Patreons. Um, listen, I I just was so confused about what I was hearing. Um, like, I asked for a time code. No one ever gave me a time code. I never heard it. I, I expressed several yeah. times. I never heard it. I said, where does it happen? And no one ever told me. I mean, me. listen, I was busy, and <laughs> so I, if the other people didn't give you time stamps, I don't know what to tell you. But I wasn't the only one that heard it. So <laughs> uh, we'd like to thank our other sponsor, <laughs> Diaper Blanket. Uh, a lot of pushback last week about... I don't know. Someone, people had issues with, isn't that unsanitary? You shouldn't pee on your blanket and keep it on you. You should pee in the toilet and use a normal blanket. I mean, what gives you the right? We're trying to make a living. It's a perfectly reputable product. And personally, after years of use, there's nothing unsanitary about the diaper blanket. I mean, do you smell like urine after using it? Uh, hmm, let me think. Duh. But, but that's to no fault of the product choice i make and i wash the urine off eventually i don't think that has anything to do with the brand so uh yeah thank you to our to our co-presenting sponsor diaper blanket um go to diaperblanket.com enter in code let's talk and you'll get 30 percent off your first two diaper blankets it's also buy one get one free diaper sweatshirts um so look into those uh and they're buy one get one free apparently cyber monday deal so let's talk, enter in the code. But again, the pushback, we appreciate the interaction from the listeners, but some of these complaints are just out of pocket. So uh, we appreciate your understanding. <laughs> well said, Jack, well said. Um... <laughs> uh, Jack. You want to talk about the the other three meaningless matchups real quick? Uh, Not just, really. Yeah, I don't really, really either, to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't even think they subscribe to the Patreon. So, <laughs> well, I do actually think two of them are pretty active Patreon subscribers. In in Pete and Scott, well, they do. No one yet. No one has reached the top tier of our Patreon subscribership. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Begs the question: Do we really have any top Patreon subscribers at all? Yeah, that's a. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, a I didn't realize five grand a month was going to be out of everyone's reach. I thought it would be out of some people's reach, but I didn't realize it would be out of everybody's reach. Yeah, I mean that's that's fair. I mean it's not like we're we're not asking for that much. Um, 
And yeah, I mean, you get a lot of perks, honestly. Like, to be honest, I think it's I think it's a fair value. You get a ton of perks with the top package. And it's so, not daily. It's monthly. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, I mean we how should, many... maybe we should be more clear on that because maybe people think it's a $5,000 a day subscription. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, sure, it's 5000 but a month. How many months right, are there? Not even, like, I mean. Like months are, they're, they're, they're so many, you know, there's, I don't know. There's four weeks I just a month. Think, right. I mean, you spend five thousand dollars a month on, you know, Netflix, Hulu. I just, I just, I don't know. I think it's silly. I did not know that um, those services had had upped their subscription game. I got to get off. No, I, I, I mean, not no, not just those two, but you get sure, the sure, point. sure. Yeah, if you're, those, if you're, thing, those things add up. Yeah, yeah. You're 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 yeah. you're using a couple dozen TV subscriptions. Um, you know, a couple dozen right. music subscriptions. Uh, a couple right, dozen. Right, 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 right. Do you want? Do you want? You know, Spotify, Pandora Premium, and Amazon Music, or do you want to pay five thousand dollars a month for Let's Talk Fantasy Football Premium? Like, I just, I mean, life is give or take. So I don't know. At the same time, I think Jack, you would agree with me. We don't want to come across as ungrateful at all. No. We super appreciate. Oh my gosh! All no, the no, 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 no. Oh, of course, we're blown away by the support that we get. Um, all I'm responding to, you know, we have, we have the marketing and sales teams at breathing down mine and Tommy's necks, uh, you know, oh, we got to get the numbers up on the, on the top tier. And I just, you know, the number is zero and I just, sorry, I, you know, I appreciate you guys. This is also a place for me to vent. So I, I don't mean to be too honest, Tommy. And, and you're right. I never want to seem ungrateful, but just, you know, I'm just crushed that no one is a top subscriber. That's. Uh, I hate to hear that you're crushed. Um, that is, yeah. I, I mean, I gotta say, I'm I'm a fair bit disappointed as well. I think crushed is a bit of an overstatement, but um, you know, I don't want to take away from your feelings um, and what you're going through. But um, yeah, I, I think I think just patience is key here, Jack. I, I think it's only a matter of time. We're only in year five, and uh, I think it's only a matter of time before we get multiple top tier. Uh, subscriptions here for the let's talk podcast so um keep your chin up dude you're doing a great job and i know there's a lot of fans out there that love you so um that means a lot man uh yeah let's completely disregard the meaningless matchups this is a clean hour and a half podcast the people want to but it's good to leave them thirsty hungry dogs bark louder run faster jump higher so let's keep them hungry love the listeners out there tommy you're the best co-host I could have asked for. Justin, Anna, the best co-producers. Case on Productions, thank you to Kyle, the production house owner in affiliation. Uh, and and Louie, you know, the unsung hero. He is the chief financial officer of the operation. Always crunching the numbers, making sure we have the sponsors. Uh, although both the sponsors we currently have are from personal contacts of mine. Uh, but appreciate you trying, I guess, <laughs> Louie. Uh, anyone else to thank Tommy? I'll pass it over to you to close us out. Uh, really love talking with you. As we always say, this is a passion of ours and we, we're just grateful for you to listening. Wow. But Tommy, what I really appreciate is time spent with you. So love you, brother. Love you too, man. Uh, I think you, you summed that up well. Um, uh, all I'll say is just good, good luck to Louie. Dad, Kyle, Scott, Justin, and Pete. Um, 
great work this year, Scott and Justin, um, Louie, Kyle, Pete, and Dad. Uh, we will do a deep dive on your teams next week, so tune in next week. If you're pissed that we didn't talk about your team uh, this week, well, maybe you should have thought about that ahead of time and had a matchup that was actually meaningful, okay? So maybe look inward instead of projecting all of your anger on me and Jack. Um, but, yeah, good luck this week. <laughs> Love you guys. Um, and, Jack, I guess that, that wraps it up. You can give us a, a send-off here. Uh, man, it's going to be three crazy matchups, six teams, three matchups, five of those teams fighting for their playoff lives. I mean, that's that's pretty wild that, that two of the three meaningful matchups are completely between four teams that have not locked their playoff spot two currently sitting in the playoffs, two on the outside looking in, winner take all sorts of sorts of matchups and then Anna's matchup with with Dan while he's not fighting for his life, it's still a a very important matchup. So, just really fun stuff going into this last week. Good week everyone. You know, try and take like, you know, maybe like a Xanax or something before before the weekend kicks off to just relax a little bit. Um, I know I'll I'll pop a few prior i mean probably i'll pop a few post or pre-thursday night and then just kind of coast keep popping through the weekend um just so that i don't let's really, talk just so condemns don't really feel drug abuse let's talk yes, condemns drug abuse yes but it's you know i've got you know it's not really abuse so um just necessary to get me through the weekend um good luck everyone i'll stop rambling jack we are we have just hit an hour and 30 minutes um any final thoughts and, and thanks again for talking. Thanks to everyone for listening. Um, I hope that all of your dreams come true this week and uh, we'll talk to you next week when the fantasy football playoffs start. Goodbye, everyone. Let's, we were supposed to do something. Let's, let's dance. No, that can't be it. Let's hike. No, I don't think that was it. Let's jump. Hmm. You're supposed to. Work. Oh, that's it. Let's talk fantasy football. No, 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 no. So no one told you life was shooby dooby doo. All right, stop recording. Stop recording. Hopefully that uh, sounds really good. Me singing with you, but right there, I tried to time it perfectly. So. <laughs> <laughs>